0: This thing about Drake and the hot sauce. Do y'all know what I'm talking about? If you don't know what I'm talking about, let me get into it. Buffalo wild pussy. (laughs) I just think it's so weird. It is so weird. It is very strange,
1: and also it's embarrassing because she got caught. You know what I mean? (laughs) It's different if like, oh my god, the condom didn't work. That happens sometimes. Ninety-eight percent. You know what I mean? Right. But the fact that like, how can you even look at him? You know what I mean? Like. You know what you did. Yes. And he's in the bathroom looking at you like, you wanted to be with me forever. Huh? Right.
0: What do you think he said after that? Because he obviously knew what he was doing when he put it on. And then, like, what pillow talk happens after that? Or do you just uh, immediately just, kick her out? No, it's I like, would, bye. Uh, you trifling? If I was a man and this
1: happened to me, <laughs> I would literally go in there and be like, oh, my God, you okay? And then I'd see what happened. I'd be like, karma's a bitch. And I'd walk out. Ah!
0: And we're like, hey. <laughs> right, like, you can, they're you not can see, see how th- thirsty I am for it. Like, like, hey. Guys, now you know that this is literally always how I respond to her. Like with this amount of enthusiasm. Like, hey, like really thirsty. I know. Like the closer I, I get like, to the mic, I feel like the more you know you that I like it? you. Oh You know? So like this.
1: That's actually – I feel like I've been at- blessed <laughs> by having a best friend that is so excited to like, you know – respond to me true I don't even know what it's like to like be like hey and for someone to be like hey sad tone right like (laughs) do you even like
0: me right no No. honestly
1: (laughs) communication is so important to me as a Gemini moon because I read into shit way too much yeah and like someone's tone can be like completely like just a little bit off and I feel that shit and I start thinking that like they're mad at me Meanwhile, they could be, like, tired, you know, not having a good day. But to me, I'm like, what's wrong? Right. You don't sound the same. <laughs> right.
0: You know? Is there beef between
1: us? Yeah. Because I'd like rather squash it now. Because your voice says it all.
0: You know? It really does. It really does. Because it's, like, normally, especially normally if you're, like, really happy and you sound happy to, like... Yeah. You know? For sure. For sure. And, yeah, like, if I hear a different inflection in your voice... Then I do. I always ask, what's wrong? Are you okay? Yeah, like, I I need to know. Like, did I do something? Yeah. You know, like, I'm still, I'll I'll be honest. I'm still childish enough to be like, it was me. Like, I did it. Even though, obviously, I know not everyone's (laughs) world revolves around me. I still feel like I'm the one who pissed everybody off. It's not
1: even childish. I feel like it just ties back to childhood trauma. Yeah. You know what I mean? And thinking, like, everything's our fault. Yeah. You know, and that everyone's mad at us. Yeah. Abandonment issues, you know?
0: Yeah. <laughs> you get me. Yeah. I do. No, but you're so right, though. I feel like I would not be friends with somebody who was just like not enthusiastic to yeah. like be around me. You know what I mean? Or like didn't laugh at my jokes. Like, I know. You know what I mean? I know. Like, some people are like that. And I
1: don't, that's not friendship to me. No. You know what I mean? Like, you gotta live in each other's minds. Right. <laughs> You gotta find the right people, you know? Right. Mm -hmm. Because also, as much as I need that communication, I also need that nonverbal cue. Yeah. You know, like, I don't always need to be telling you it's time to leave, but, like, if you're looking at me, you better be able to tell that it's time to leave. Right. I'm not feeling it. Mm -hmm. I don't wanna be like, hey, so, like, how are you feeling? I'm like,
0: I wanna go. Right. I wanna look at you and you
1: just know, "Mm."
0: like, "Mm, it's time, (laughs) huh? (laughs) (laughs) Are you ready?
1: actually no
0: that's a real love language people being being able to understand your nonverbal cues
1: it really is and i feel like that's why it's so important to be friends with people that have like the same like moon sign or like same element moon sign as you because you just like get each other's feelings you know what i mean you just
0: understand each other it's true it's true it's so true so how have you felt about like the cancer full moon that just happened? Oh my god. I
1: mean, not to like to my own horn <laughs> but I had a really good full moon day. Yeah. yeah. Um, I feel like I did a lot of things for myself Mm -hmm. to make myself feel good, Mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, I feel happy afterwards. Yeah, If anything, I was just like restless, Mm -hmm. which is like the norm for full moons, but other than that, I felt really, really good. The only time I was actually scared about the full moon was when um, we got a tsunami warning in San Francisco, and it was just so freaking crazy, because the moon, I get my notification that said the moon moved in to cancer, and then right after I get the tsunami warning. Yeah. It wasn't, like, crazy. We didn't, like, die, obviously. We're right. here. We're,
0: we're living It <laughs> was, <story>. like, three-foot
1: <laughs> waves or whatever because of the volcano that erupted. Um, so, you know, all of the Pacific got tsunami warnings. Yeah. But I just thought that was so interesting because – You guys, if you didn't know, the moon obviously affects the tides of the ocean. Like, that is, like, a fact. Yeah. So it's like, when people even talk about astrology and say they don't believe in it, I'm like, we're made of 70% water. Yeah. How can the moon not affect us, but it affects the big-ass ocean? Right. The whole ass ocean. Like, no. So I just thought it was crazy that the full moon was happening in a water sign. And, you know, we got these tsunami warnings. (gasps) And then maybe an extra into astrology, I was like, oh, my God, what was San Francisco's, like, birth chart again? Because if you guys didn't know, everything has a birth chart. Mm -hmm. Not just people. Literally everything has a birth chart. It has a time that it, you know started, began, was born, so it has a birth chart. And I looked it up, and San Francisco is a Cancer sun with a Scorpio moon. So double water energy. And the fact that it was, you know what I mean, it was a full moon in Cancer, (laughs) I was like, oh, shit, something's happening here. The universe is all aligned. Right,
0: something is a-moving. Yeah. And when you told me or reminded me again that San Francisco is a Cancer sun and Scorpio moon, I was like, you know what, that makes so much sense. And I feel like other people would agree, too, because – we love San Francisco, gives yeah. you very homey, warm vibes, like everybody feels welcome, but it's yeah. also kind of chaotic. You know what I mean? Like everybody talks about how crazy everything is here and the homeless people yeah. and like how they're always wilding and stuff. They're so definitely, just
1: everyone's, I feel like yeah. comfortable expressing themselves yes. here. You know, and we have yes. a lot of water energy. You have a lot of shit to express. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And they say it with a whole chest, and it is pretty cute too. Because you look at San Francisco and it's surrounded by the bay, and I feel like that's crazy because it it is a double water sign, and the fact that it's literally surrounded by water that's even cuter to me. Yeah, it's so astrology sweet. is just too real, y'all.
0: It really is. It really is. How was the Cancer um, full <laughs> so moon cute, for you? So cute. Um, it was actually pretty good too, which I feel like is rare because I feel like normally just. Any cancer transit for me, especially Moon, like, can be hard, I think. Um, And I feel like I did okay. Like like you said, I took care of myself. I was really well rested, I feel like. It did really make me think about, like, my everyday kind of responsibilities Mm, mm -hmm. and little things that I kind of want to try and change daily to make – me feel more comfortable Mm -hmm. if that makes sense Mm -hmm. like little daily things that i can do that i know are gonna make yeah me feel more comfortable in my skin in my home having communications with people like it was just lots of little things but like little to do's i feel like that would make me more comfortable yeah yeah so it was nice i feel like normally cancer Definitely hella feelings, a little, yeah. A little stressful, and like it's, it's not good. like it's
1: just freaking the cancer full moon, too. Like, there's Mercury retrograde, we've been in Venus retrograde, feels like forever now. Facts! So, all that energy together to me, it seemed like it was going to be a recipe for disaster, yeah. Monday, but like it really wasn't, yeah. Um, and That's honestly, it. I've just like I don't want to sound like a broken record, but I feel like after all that time spent alone during the pandemic, like. I don't have a lot of like pent up emotions that are going to be released like one day during a full moon. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I feel like I'm just processing things um, much slower but more efficiently. Mm-hmm. So I'm able to you know have these high energy days without feeling like I'm so emotional that like I just can't go on with my with my day.
0: Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. I feel like we have so much more time to work on the things that it's like, like you said, it's not, I don't have to pack it all in one day or I have this one day where all of my feelings come to a head. You know what I mean? Like we really are working on it throughout the month, throughout the year, the months. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's different. It feels different. Cheers.
1: Okay, so... Since we briefly talked about Mercury retrograde, mm-hmm. you know, and the damaging effects that it has on humanity, yes, <laughs> <laughs> but really, um, I want to just briefly talk about you know our tips when it comes to Mercury retrograde. You know, we—I've been a, into astrology since I was 15, and like I always like heard about Mercury retrograde, and then be- I became more familiar with it in my early 20s, and now I feel like I know how to use its energy. Mm. So I feel like I want to give back to the people that are maybe just getting into astrology or have been into it for a while and still don't understand what they need to do when Mercury is, you know, retrograde.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes. I feel like my first tip, because for me, whenever Mercury's in retrograde, I really come up against things with travel. Yeah. So, like, my number one tip is, like, make... Extra time to like leave early because you're probably gonna be driving around for an extra ten
1: minutes, right? Or some shit's you're, gonna some happen. Shit's that gonna you, happen, even if it's like a road or a place <laughs> yes. that you've been to a hundred times. For some reason, this one day that you have to be there at a certain time, something's gonna go wrong, right?
0: Like that exit isn't open or something, Or yeah. there was an accident, and it's mm-hmm. like. Just try and plan ahead for that because it can be really frustrating in the moment. You're like, what the fuck? Like, I go this route every time. Or why is this happening to me? Like, why is this breaking down? Yeah. Why is my Google Maps, like, freaking out on me? Just give yourself extra time so you can, like, not feel stressed when all of these weird things are happening. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I guess just, like, just assume shit's going to go wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, yeah. Because that way you'll be extra prepared. Even if it doesn't go wrong, you'll have that peace of mind that, like, I am working with this energy. Yes. You know? hmm For sure. I completely agree with that. Um, I just feel like I want people to move slower. You know yeah. what I mean? Be more observant more than the person that is doing shit. Because usually when you start doing shit, some shit goes wrong and everyone's going to be talking about you. You know what I mean? Like truly. Like do you want to be the person that people are talking about because something stupid happened to you? Right. Or do you want to be the observer that sits back and watches the chaos? Yeah. I personally want to be the observer that watches the chaos. Does that always happen? No. Right. But it's all about the intention. You know what I mean? I feel like Mercury just wants you to reevaluate the decisions that you've been making. You know, that's why they say don't start anything new when Mercury retrogrades. Mm -hmm. Go back to old shit because you've had time with those things, you know, so you can kind of pick it back up. But the energy is just not the best for starting something new and saying shit boldly. You know what I mean? Because like we said, shit can go wrong.
0: Yeah. There can
1: be miscommunication. People may take it the wrong way. And then you are left trying to figure it out While Mercury's still in retrograde and shit's (laughs) still going wrong, like, you just don't want to put yourself in that position, I feel like. No, for sure. That's why I say just, just observe, sit back, move slow, and, you know, watch the chaos around you.
0: No, it's so true. It's like, if you feel the need to try and insert yourself in a conversation, like, stop. Because yeah. I feel like if you feel really passionately in this moment to, like, hey, I need to get my point across, I promise you, you already lost. Like, I feel like for me during Mercury Retrograde, like, it's not the time to, like, really try and say your whole point to people and really, like, let people know what's up. It's like, yeah, like Sarah said, take a, take a step back and observe before you actually start running your mouth. For sure. Because, again, there will be miscommunications. Yeah. And you'll be like, oh, fuck. And then you're doing damage control. Mm-hmm. And then you're all embarrassed. mm mm-hmm and it's hard. It. You know what I mean? Cuz also you got to think
1: about how that energy is coming towards you. When Mercury's in retrograde, you're also seeing shit from a different perspective than you would be otherwise. You can maybe see mm-hmm. the wrong information and now you feel all inclined to talk about it and then two years two days later it comes out that actually that wasn't true and now you went on a rant about something that <laughs> was completely false. You know what I mean?
0: Like shit like that would
1: happen. Yeah,
0: no. And then you looked up. <laughs> And it's honestly the worst because then to me, and I've literally fallen victim to this multiple, multiple times, I try and double down. And it's like, that's really not what you're supposed to be doing in that moment. So even though it feels like you should be doubling down, stop. Yeah. You know? And it's hard. It's so hard. I get it. We say this,
1: (laughs) I say this so many times that Mercury's a trickster of the zodiac, right? So it wants you to kind of fumble over your words. When it's retrograde, it wants you to do some shit wrong. So it could look at you and be like, see, I told you, you're stupid. You know what I mean? Like you should have just sat there and ate your food. But you did not And now everyone's looking at you and like laughing at you.
0: Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's like
1: literally the worst time to be the main character energy. Yes. Like it's the worst time to be the main character during Mercury retrograde. Just like sit back and relax. Mm Mm-hmm. And
0: mm-hmm. it'll, it'll be over soon. All of the chaos and confusion and the weird exes hitting you back up. Cause yeah. obviously everybody talks about that too, but it's true. Like people really do come back into your life. I feel like during this time and it really is on you to not engage in those cycles again. You know what I mean? I feel like really that's what Mercury retrogrades may be asking of you. It's like, are you going to engage with these cycles again? Cause it'll get you mixed up if you want to, or you can just sit back and be like, no, I'm not going to engage you know, focus on you.
1: No, I mean, that's completely true. And, and maybe that's one of the other tips that we can give is... Everyone knows, yes, everyone's going to come back during Mercury Retrograde, especially Venus Retrograde, because Venus, you know, it's all about relationships. Mm -hmm. So even more so than Mercury, Venus is like, "Mm, everybody's back. Right. How you feel about that? (laughs) But with Mercury Retrograde, too, again, that trickster energy comes of, like, you thinking, oh, my God, my ex is back. Oh, yeah. Like, I want you to 99% of the time take no one seriously that comes back during Mercury Retrograde. (laughs) Because... Even if they come back and you're like, well, they wanted me, you don't know what the energy is going to be like after Mercury goes direct. You know what I mean? Like Mercury retrograde, Mm -hmm. Venus retrograde, all these, you know what I mean, planets that have to do with our personal relationships when they go retrograde it really is a time to learn lessons, you know what I mean? That's why they're coming back, because they want you to reevaluate the mistakes that you've made. Yes, those people were probably mistakes, that's why they're not in your life anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, but that trickster energy wants you to think like, hey, doesn't this feel like (laughs) the past again? (laughs) You know what I mean? Like 2016 was so fun, let's bring it back, (gasps) you know? And all of a sudden it feels like that energy And you're like, damn it, I did have a good year that year. I kind of want to go back to that year. Boom, your ex is, you know what I mean, texting you. Oh, my god! And the universe is like, I didn't know you wanted to go back in time. Shit. It's like, okay. I, you we just want to forget about everything that you've learned the past five years, and you just want to go back to your ex from five years ago? You know and like you will feel dumb afterwards. You will. Cuz I swear you're just in this illusion when <laughs>
0: planets are in retrograde. Yes.
1: Shit isn't really real. I mean it's real, but it's not the way it is when shit is direct.
0: Yeah. It's like you're going to come out of this retrograde and be like, "Ah, shit." You're going to
1: literally have a pay-per-view <laughs> of yes. the
0: mistakes that you made
1: during the retrograde and you're going to be like, "Damn, you're you're watching it without your rose-colored glasses and you're like, I was kind of stupid the past six weeks. What happened?
0: Yeah. Mercury retrograde. Venus retrograde. Yeah. And I love <laughs> – okay, I love that you said that it really kind of starts making you reminisce about the past because I feel like at least for me too during Mercury retrograde, like I really do reminisce on the things that I – I'm like in the moment of like, damn, I missed this or that was such a good time 10 years ago. And it's like careful – the language that you use because it literally will bring it back up. And was like, yeah, did you have so much fun? You guys, you had so much fun. Yeah. And it's like, no, I didn't actually have that much fun, you know? So be, be caught, like be cautious Mm -hmm. of your thoughts because I feel like they can run amok and run wild and you can kind of convince yourself of things during this time. And it's like, "Mm, be more on top of it than that, if possible, you know, put yourself in check of like, you know, yeah, that was fun, but that was then, you know? That's yeah. not for me now. Mm-hmm. You know? You kind of have to put it in its place. Yeah, for sure. You know? Because I think that energy can get out of hand, that reminiscent. And I do like to do it a lot during Mercury retrograde, I feel like.
1: Yeah. And I, I am natally – I have a natal Mercury and Venus retrograde. And from all the reading I've done and the shit that I've learned is that, like, we just learn through lessons – Like we are always reevaluating our choices, like always thinking about it. And like that is the advice I would give to people when Venus or Mercury is in retrograde. When you have thoughts, kind of step outside your mind and be like, why am I thinking this? Instead of when shit's direct and you just, you have a thought and you go with it, this time more than ever, when you have certain thoughts or beliefs, please just step outside of your mind and be like, hmm, where did this come from? Yeah. You know, again, move slower. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It wants you to pause, and I observe feel like yes, thoughts. yes, and I feel like that's interesting because I feel like Gemini's Gemini placements probably feel this a lot. It's like we have all of these minds and thoughts. You know, our mind's always going a million miles a minute. We have all these thoughts coming across us. We kind of have to slow it down and observe which ones. You know what I mean? Which one am I going to take today? Which, which one am I engaging real? with? Which, which one's what's coming real? From me? Exactly. Rather than an outside
1: external force. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. that's why meditation is so important. That's why alone time is so important. So you can decipher, is this my voice? Yeah. Is this my feeling, my thought, or is this someone else? Because then you're living life for other people. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. You want to live an authentic life, learn to hear your own voice and differentiate it from the other voices and the other feelings around you.
0: Yeah. I'm not saying it's easy, but it's... Makes your life a lot better (laughs) yeah, and a lot less stressful. You know what I mean? Absolutely. But yeah, we hope you guys like this little
1: segment about Mercury Retrograde. And I just wanted to say if you guys like, you know, segments like this where we talk about transits and, you know, we share what we know with you guys and we just have an open and honest conversation about it, just comment down below and we'll do more of those. And if you're listening from the, you know, a podcast streaming platform, go to our YouTube and comment. Mm -hmm. Because we really want to hear from you guys. And that's a nice way to engage with our audience. Yes.
0: Okay. So I wanted to talk about this. I actually saw it, I think like a week ago, but I thought it was really cool. It's super random, but I thought it was really cool. That for the first time in history, a man got a heart transplant from a pig. What? Isn't that insane? So this guy Put wasn't some respect on right. pig's <laughs> names.
1: because I swear pigs are viewed as this like disgusting, gross animal. How many people do we call like you're a pig? No, it's like true. a pig gave someone a heart,
0: right? Isn't that so freaking amazing? This man was going to die because he wasn't allowed to be on the heart transplant list. You know what I mean? He didn't qualify. And he was willing to be a test subject, be a guinea pig. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. funny that's awesome and he's He's like living yeah he's doing all right it happened like a few weeks ago (laughs) okay this is really funny because i mean it's kind of it's funny to me but it's also kind of sad because he was like you know really not doing well he was gonna die and the the doctors came in and were like hey you know we want to kind of do the surgery this is what we're thinking he's like am i gonna oink like a pig like he said that (laughs) me and him right same same energy See a Gemini movie? I, <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was really no, that's, cute. That's how cute. And that's yeah, adorable. He's doing fine now. It'll be really interesting to see, you know, how long this. that extends his life. But yeah, I just feel like transplants are can be such a volatile, yeah, process. Mm-hmm. And it's they're wild. It really is, and they're even more weird and sick and sad. Is that you know? and unfortunate is that some people even sell their organs. Yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? For money and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So there's a whole black market for this. For sure. And just to people know that. it's stolen
1: right. in certain countries and then they wake up
0: and, and they they're home. like,
1: damn, it hurts. Right. <laughs> their kidney's gone or like <laughs> their bladder's gone or whatever it is. Yeah. It's gone and they're just
0: out on the street. Right. That shit's scary. Yeah, that literally just gave me chills. So it makes me feel a little bit more comfortable to know that like this is maybe going to become like a new thing, you know, like or yeah. a different option for people who don't have other options. And I thought that was really dope.
1: I love this. You know? And they better not start like killing pigs. For I, it.
0: You know what? I was thinking about that, too. I, just, like,
1: I, I don't know why, for but this. for good reason. I always assume the worst in humanity. Yeah. Because there's some fucked up people out there. And yeah. I I don't know. Especially in America, heart disease is the number one um, cause of death. Yeah.
0: This got dark real quick. It did. <laughs> but also, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, let me not continue to add to the darkness because my thoughts are just getting dark Well,
1: on too. a happier yeah. note about like pigs, <laughs> I don't know if you remember, do you remember when we were watching Floribama Shore? Yes. And it oh was gosh. really cute. There was, you know... A cast member that had a dog and another one that had a pig, and they took both of them to a dog training course. And at first, the teacher looked at the pig and said, "What the fuck is this? Like, right? This isn't for pigs." Like I'm not like a teacher. And a pig. she kind of like you know convinced her. And the pig was doing better than the freaking dog. It
0: was so smart. Such a sweet little pig. So smart. I've actually heard that um, cows and pigs are very similar to dogs. Wow. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, I've been sipping. <laughs>
1: All right, I want to talk about Miss Brittany fucking Spears. Yes. Because, like, the story just keeps on coming out, and I'm, you know, I love her. Yes, Mm -hmm. love our Sagittarius queen. Mm -hmm. Um, And, yeah, I feel like a lot has been coming out about her relationship with her sister, like, more details about that. Yeah. And I know I shared one of her posts with you where she basically wrote an open letter to her sister talking about, like, hey... You did some fucked up shit, but I'm going to love you regardless because I knew you were, you know, the younger one. And yeah. like, you know, at the end of the day, I still feel, I still feel betrayed by you. You know what I mean? Because she was loyal to the people that hurt her. Yeah. You know, her sister was loyal to her mom and dad who were the people that, you know, kept Brittany away from all of her money and all that shit. Mm-hmm. And traumatized the fuck out of her. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just wanted to talk about that. I wanted to talk about unconditional love when mm. it comes to family. Ugh. Um, and you know, just how hard it is. And do you believe that no matter what you should forgive family because mm. blood is thicker than water and you only live one life and whatever else people fucking <sighs> say to make excuses for family doing shitty things.
0: Do you? No, I don't. I don't. I don't. But I loved seeing this dynamicness from Brittany because mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, she went through this really shitty things and they have Took away her rights, you know what yeah. I mean? Took away her money and forced a lot of terrible freedom. things. You know what I mean? Yeah, forced a lot of terrible things on her. But she was like, you know what? You're my baby sister. I still love you. I know that yeah. at the end of the day, you weren't really the one calling the shots. You co-signed it and now yeah. you're an adult and that's terrible. Yeah, and you're still somehow
1: trying to make some money off my name. Exactly. With your book exactly. Shit.
0: But it's like, you know what? At the end of the day. She's killing her with kindness. Right. She's like, <laughs> I, I'm adult enough to be like... Yeah. I know that you're just as fucked up in a way. Yeah. And I'm not going to totally blame you for our parents. That's how I took it. I'm yeah. not totally going to blame you for your parents, our parents' actions, even though Jamie Lynn has done shitty things now as an adult. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like she called her out on that too, which I was just, I was just very proud of Brittany in this little rant that she went on because I feel like she really stood up for herself. And I don't know. I just saw a different side of her, I feel like.
1: Yeah, I feel like she was able to express her emotion and her pain while still stepping outside of herself and trying to understand her sister's perspective Mm -hmm. because, yeah, again, her being the younger one, like, I told Maya this after we read it, like, You know, I was trying to play the devil's advocate. Not that I think her sister is right by any means, but I'm like, well, you know what? When you are younger, when you're the younger sibling, it's actually really easy to be manipulated by your parents. Yeah. And no matter what, you look at your parents as these people that, you know, you're scared of and that you want to impress. So when they're telling you to do this and do that, you can't help but do it, especially in the public eye. You know what I mean? What is she going to do? Run off and like start a new life? No. Her family makes money. She's going to stay with them. Exactly. That was her
0: meal ticket. What do you mean? Exactly. At the
1: end of the day. I know. I'm just... I'm proud of Britney, and, you know, she said in her post how she's so proud of her sister for doing interviews because Britney herself, she... Has trauma related to being in front of the camera. Yeah. And she doesn't know if she'll ever feel comfortable enough to do interviews. Mm -hmm. And I just hope that she continues to go on these rants on, you know what I mean? Keep writing it out. Because if you are expressing yourself and telling your story in that way, it is very well received on our end. Yeah. Because she gives. Just the right amount of detail, just the right amount of emotion, mm-hmm. um, and I just—I know—I want to see more from her, for sure. Even if it is her
0: notes app, <laughs> for sure, for sure. And I totally understand why she's very hesitant to do interviews. Like,
2: yeah, I know a lot had her of
0: us fucked up, so fucked up. Like those watching those interviews made me feel uncomfortable. Yeah. I was like, why is nobody sticking up for this young woman? You know what I mean? And like, of course, you have to be taught. That language, you know what I mean? You have to be taught these things. Especially, I feel like, when it was extra volatile back then in the early 2000s and 90s for women. Well, you know what I mean? Honest, a lot has The world changed. has
1: always hated women. Yes.
0: The world has never protected women. Never. Always
1: demonized women. Facts. And now we're just barely getting to a point in society where we're holding people accountable. Yes. For always holding women to a different standard than men. Mm-hmm. You know?
0: Mm-hmm. And, I mean... Like I said, I understand why she has that trauma, and I love actually this form of social media for her because nobody can say anything back yeah. to her. You know, it, it sh- they can't call her call her out on what they
1: yeah. Or know, kind of or, confuse her. Yeah, you know, because it feels like she has been separated from the public for so long that Mm -hmm. she probably has some anxiety too to have like two-way dialogue
2: for sure so i'm
1: glad that she's able to express herself in this way too and hopefully her expressing herself helps her release this trauma too yeah because it seems like she's gone through a lot of shit and probably we are barely at the tip of the iceberg of what she's telling us i'm sure there's a lot more shit that has gone down and I feel like the more she expresses it and tells us her story, the more she'll heal. Mm -hmm. And that's all I hope for her Mm -hmm. is to tell her story and heal. And that's what I hope for everyone. I want people to know. like That is something that I love to see, to see people telling their story and finally releasing all the pain that they've endured and moving on with their life.
0: Yeah, because I feel like that's what I got from this post. Is like, I felt that pain, but I just... Don't even want to be angry at you anymore is kind of what yeah. I was picking up from Also, it. I know like her thing is, like, my beef is not with you.
1: Yeah. Like, you're <laughs> annoying. Not, yeah, you not. know what I mean? You look at your sibling, you're like, you're annoying and I'll deal with you later. But, like, right. mom and dad, <laughs> you really got me fucked up. We have a
0: bigger threat here. <laughs> Literally.
1: It's not my fault you're the stupid one that listened right. to
0: them. <laughs> and like we said, it's like if you are always kind of – Eating off of that plate or like winning in some type of way by keeping somebody else down. Like, unfortunately, a lot of people don't speak up to bring that other person up. Yeah, for you know? sure. But again, that, that's the thing with karma. Just when you think you're
1: getting away with some shit, I promise you it's going to come back and haunt you. Yeah. So the next time you want to take advantage of people, yeah, enjoy it while it lasts. But I promise you the universe has a way of giving you your karma. Mm hmm. Always. Mm-hmm. Always. Mm-hmm. Good and bad. Facts. Hmm. <laughs>
0: Is it mean to say I hope none of. She doesn't sell that many copies of her book or whatever.
1: No, it's not mean. But you know it will. Yeah. Because how many times do I say, just as much as the best celebrities and the best people have followers and, you know, fans, the worst people in Hollywood or famous people will have fans too because there's shitty people in the world who support shitty people. For sure. That's just fact.
0: And I feel like if there's any chance of there being any Britney, anything about Britney in there, I feel like people are going to flock.
1: <laughs> yeah, to well, whatever. Uh, for sure. Story but it's it just is. I would never believe a word out of her mouth. Me either.
0: Okay, so I know you saw <laughs> this thing about Drake and the hot sauce. Do y'all know what I'm talking about? If you don't know what I'm talking about, let me get into Buffalo it. Buffalo Wild Pussy. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Why
1: does that sound like the name of like a porno? Right. Why does that sound
0: like a wing flavor I want to try? Why does that sound like Drake's new single (laughs) where he's gonna
1: do a short film based on that specific story? Right.
0: (laughs) But really, though, okay. I was so shocked when you told me about this. Basically, what happened was Drake, you know, he met up with the lady for a special night. (laughs) They did the nasty. A.K.A. they had sex because they're two consenting adults. Mm -hmm. And he made sure that everybody was consenting from Mm -hmm. what I remember of the Mm -hmm. story. And um, obviously he wrapped it up wearing a condom because everybody's trying to get these celebrity babies. Yeah. Basically. I Uh feel like, you know, some people are like that.
1: Yeah. They want a paycheck.
0: Yes. And so he wraps his things up. He comes back out ready to like, you know, be like, hey, baby. Yeah.
1: And then hello. You know,
0: you know, you can we can imagine how Drake do. And then the girl goes to the bathroom because she's ready to clean herself up. And then all of a sudden he hears a, ah, like yeah, a scream from the screams. bathroom. <laughs> he goes in there. He's
1: like, what's wrong? And her pussy was on fire because he poured hot sauce in the condom because that also kills all of his precious sperm. <laughs> so she won't get pregnant, you know? But it's just so fucking funny.
0: The level of revenge and like the way it's really smart it's though like too. Direct revenge, too, it is. It's like you did this to yourself. You really did. And it wouldn't have happened
1: to you if you weren't being schnasty. If you
0: weren't being trifling. Yeah. You know
1: what I mean. That your
0: Percy wouldn't be on fire. It's just so funny because we
1: when we did that reaction <laughs> video to what your sign does well and for Scorpio was fight, and we talked about how you know we like to fight. Like, yeah, we don't like to fight like (laughs) externally, we'll do it like internally, you know what I mean? Like, that just seemed like such the perfect scenario.
0: Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, you wouldn't see it coming, and no one would even have to hear about it. I just, I love this um, well thought out and well planned revenge so does he have one even. of those little
1: tabasco sauces like <laughs> with him like the ones that
0: you put on your keychain right do you keep the taco bell hot sauce like yeah in your up. Up. you know what <laughs> yes! i mean like they go out on different restaurants he's like mm, this is the hot sauce
1: i want for tonight right the hot sauce I want for the other night
0: you know is there hot sauces that work better than other hot sauces yeah, with this, killing like and burning the pussy
1: cayenne? you know yeah what I mean? <laughs> What is the science behind this? Right. You do know? other people do this Because someone has too? to verify that. Yeah. You know what I am mean? Like, he probably asked his doctor. Because right. you know what I mean? Because if it doesn't kill it, then it's just dumb, you know? Yeah. Because he needs to make sure that it's a foolproof plan. Yeah. Like, how does that conversation go with his doctor? So, doctor. You know, I'm a popular man. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> if I put hot sauce in my condom, will it kill my sperm? Right. <laughs> you know? Or
0: even better. Did his doctor tell him about it? He was like, Ayo, Drake. Or Damn. she was like, Ayo, Drake. <laughs> That's crazy. If you put hot sauce on the condom. Yeah. Because I feel like this has always been a thing. Like, people have always tried to get pregnant by yeah. celebrities and catch them up. I mean, let's be honest, up, People you know? try to get
1: pregnant by the next Joe Schmo down this the block. Sex. That this doesn't have sex. a job. You know what I mean? <laughs> they she still they think it's going to fix the relationship. You know what I mean? Or they just want them so bad they want to trap them. Like... It doesn't have nothing to do with celebrities. No, you are so right. On a right. grand scale, it happens to celebrities. Right. If you're smart, you do it with a I know what happens to regular kidding. regular, regular really. people that are just stupid in love.
0: No, that is so true. I just think it's so weird. It
1: is so weird. It is very Don't do strange. That. And also it's embarrassing. Because yeah. she got caught. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's different if like, oh my god, the condom didn't work. That happens sometimes, 98%. You know what I right. mean? Right. But the fact that he, like, how can you even look at him? You know what I mean? Like you know what you did, <laughs> yes. And he's in the bathroom looking at you like you wanted to be with me forever, huh? right?
0: What do you think he said after that? Because he obviously knew what he was doing when he put it on, and then like, what pillow talk happens after that, or do you just uh, immediately just, kick her out? No, it's I like would, bye. Uh, You trifling? If I was a man and this happened to
1: me, I would literally go in there and be like, oh my God, you okay? And then I'd see what happened. I'd be like, karma's a bitch. And I'd walk out.
0: Ah! Clean yourself up and get out of my house. No, literally.
1: Because you nasty.
0: Your mom didn't raise you right. Oh my gosh. I don't know why this is just so freaking funny to me. Like he's a savage for that. It really is. It's just iconic. Absolutely iconic. It really is. I wonder if yeah, I wonder if other people do this. Like I really do. If they're going to start now, <laughs> right. let me tell you that trendsetter. <laughs> I can't wait to see the Twitter memes from like the female side of like my pussy's on fire. Yeah, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. <laughs> Not that I condone this behavior, but you know it's freaking funny.
1: Remember funny. in um, "Rosalie's a Potomac" when Karen kept calling oh pussy a uh, box? Yeah. This has a different meaning. You know what I mean. <laughs> Because I never understood it at that time, but now I can't help but think of (laughs) Hotbox as this story. Yes.
0: Okay, since we're kind of on the topic of, like, messy celebrities dating sex stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Ten other keywords. Right. I thought we would talk about entanglements. Yes, yes. It's literally entanglements. Mm -hmm. I thought we would talk about celebrities who have open marriages Mm -hmm. and who openly, like, talk about it or some who maybe don't as openly talk about it. Mm -hmm. And if we think, is it the key to success in, like, a marriage? So what do you think, Sarah? What do you feel, firstly, about, like, celebrity open marriages? (laughs) Sorry, let me take my quotations away. (laughs) But how do you feel about them and, like, you know, Do you think they're the key to a successful marriage from you personally?
1: Um, Well, I'm not married, so I don't know what the key is to a successful marriage. But I do know that I'm a one-person type of gal. Yeah. And I full-heartedly believe that if you're in love, you really don't have eyes for anyone else. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, truly I believe that so I do think that these celebs they definitely enjoy getting something from this person something from that person because there is not one person that is giving them all those things yeah you know and maybe it is because they're so busy maybe it is because they travel a lot and they have different things they need to do so they're not always in the same house together Mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. that's something that I think about and maybe they have like let's say they do a movie with so and so damn their connection with so and so is fire but their husband they also get along with their you know what I mean Co-star too. Yeah. So maybe it's like a, you know, it's a win-win. Like, I like my co-star. You like your co-star. This is fine. You know? Yeah. I do think you just have to be very, very, um, I don't know. You have to be very comfortable with yourself and your relationship mm-hmm. to just be with one person. And I'm not sure if maybe these celebrities
0: are. Yeah. I feel like they have so much I mean, that's just what they want. You know? You know, they have so much access to people and to, like, nice things Mm -hmm. and going out to places. Yeah. And I feel like because also they do travel so much, maybe it's just easier for them to – and I'm not saying I agree with this, but I think it's easier for them to have these connections with other people or get their – kind of get their stuff wherever they are. You know what I mean? Because it's like maybe I'm not home that often. Maybe I'm only home – once every three months, you know? Yeah. So like what, I'm not gonna have sex for three months? Yeah. Not saying I agree with this at all, because quite frankly, I don't. Yeah. I agree that I personally think that, you know, when you care a lot about somebody and you really love them, you're gonna make it work just one on one. And I you see tons of celebrities who just have, you know, their single relationships, you know? Yeah. So and and being successful and happy and no cheating and no scandals or anything like that. But I I saw this question or I wanted to ask this question because it came up on like one of my stupid Snapchat stories which I feel like are the most like trashy by the way. <laughs> but it was basically talking about I Steph can't Curry and I used go on Snapchat. I love Snapchat. What you are doing on Snapchat? I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing. Filters. Uh-huh. Yeah, the filters are pretty cute. No, yeah, I really. Okay. But um they were talking about Steph and Aisha Curry. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and they were trying to say that they have an open marriage, or secretly they have an open marriage, and mm-hmm. I was just like, Ugh. I mean, and if they do, that's that's their business, but I also kind of hate that people are trying to, like, make it seem this like miss, they, you know Yeah, their mean? love for each exactly. other. Exactly, uh-huh. because people can love like that. You know yes. what I mean? It takes two people who are dedicated. People they just people love destroying
1: yeah. You know what I mean? A couple that is just it's seemingly happy with right. each other. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. but also because they're not messy I think people want celebs to be messy for sure
0: for sure they definitely do but also I have to be like
1: that's what we thought about like fucking Will Smith and Jada and look how messy they ended up being
0: yeah so even besides all this I'm a firm
1: believer in fuck relationship (laughs) goals like don't look at people and think their relationship's perfect because you never fucking know
0: it's true you really don't and ultimately I think we both agree that like it may not work for either of us, but if it works for you, exactly. do what works for you, you know? All that matters is you're communicating exactly. with your partner. I
1: don't think there's anything wrong with um, polygamy mm-hmm. or just open relationships in general as long as both parties are aware and are okay with the other one doing it. Right. Because I think sometimes they want to do it, but they don't want their partner to do it. And that's fucking weird. I don't like that as I don't much. like that. It's like a power, you know, dynamic yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. And I also feel like maybe for celebs... Because celebs have, like you said, so much access. Um, let's say they get into a fight with their partner. It's really easy to just fly out the country and go be yeah. with your lover. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like <laughs> you definitely the have to. Yeah, exactly. Have be comfortable expressing yourself to your partner. Otherwise, if you're the type of person that just lets their ego take the wheel, you will go cheat on them any chance you get because you know there's hella people throwing themselves at you. Mm-hmm. It's so easy. Yes. You know, and also it's probably easy if you've been hurt by them. To go out in front of the paparazzi and be with someone. Even if it's not sexual, yeah, there was pictures of me and -and so-and-so. Like, kind of get a reaction out of each
0: other. Yeah. I feel like it can lead to a lot of public pettiness. Yeah.
1: Personally. That's why you have to be
0: mature. Yes. And I feel like a lot
1: of celebrities, even though they have the fame and the money and the talent, they're not mature. And I don't know where it was, but I read... Um, that you stay stay the age that you first got famous for. Mm. Like, I don't know where I saw that, if it was in a documentary or a quote, but, like, I thought that was so
0: interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, weird. Yeah. Very fascinating. Very fascinating. I also wanted to talk about in this... About T-Pain specifically because I learned that he is in an open marriage himself mm. and um, that he has always – him and his wife have always been in this open marriage and um, they typically bring like other women into their relationship mm-hmm. and that's because she likes it too. So I I'm also want to be cognizant of people who are maybe bi or pan and they like to – you know what I mean? They want to bring somebody else into yeah. their relationship because that is also – that's fine, you know what I mean? But you guys have to be communicating yeah. about that, obviously. And Anything I feel like those people have great – you have good communication when you say, like, I want this. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you're talking about your sex life in that way. So to me, it's just like anything's really fine as long as you're talking about it to each other. You know, exactly. and you're both okay As long with as it. you're
1: both on the Truly, same page. I feel yeah. like my only issue is when one person feels like, you know – There's secrets in the relationship. Yeah, that's not okay. That's when I feel like it's just unfair because this person came into the relationship hoping for a monogamous relationship. But, you know, your attention is elsewhere. Mm -hmm. And they did not sign up for that. Right. Right. And that's why it's important to have these conversations before you get married too. Because if you say to your partner, it's just me and you, baby. And they're like, cool, that's what I wanted. And then you're married, but then you start changing your mind. You're like, actually, that's not really what I was wanting but because you wanted it I wanted it like stop people pleasing tell people from the jump what you like what you want and if it's the right match it'll be like okay cool Mm -hmm. it's when people lie to themselves and lie to other people that they get wrapped up in these situations where they're unhappy and they
0: have to keep secrets. Seriously. And you're allowed to change your mind too. You know what I mean? Like you could be open to something like this and then say, actually it's not working for me. And then if that person doesn't want to do, you know, wants to continue, then you say bye. That's what divorce is for. Truly.
1: But a lot of people, they use the institution of marriage to keep secrets. Mm -hmm. You know, like well, I married you so I want to be with you forever but if I tell you what I really want you'll maybe want to divorce me and i don't believe in divorce so i'm just gonna keep it on the side
0: right that's fucked up i agree i feel like that's like you not being able to express yourself to your partner and like to me that's not a real relationship like to me why would you not why would you be in a relationship with somebody you can't express yourself to like that's the whole point they're supposed to be like your safe space your sacred space like if you can't talk to them about when you're mad sad angry don't like something like why are you together yeah, I mean, absolutely.
1: And if you do change up what you want after you get married, your partner doesn't have to be okay with it. They, and don't. they might go crazy on you, but mm-hmm. like it is still your job to let them know what you want and mm-hmm. what's not working. Mm-hmm. And they have the right to be mad at you because that's not what you said before you got married.
0: 100%. But then it's also good for you because it's like, well, if you want to be like that, I don't want to be with you anymore. Yeah. You know? So that's the problem though. I feel like people just... (sighs) People
1: have these ideas of themselves. Mm -hmm. And they want to be perceived a certain way, right? But we all have different sides to us, right? I would hope ideally your partner more than anyone knows all your sides. But I feel like a lot of times people hide certain sides to themselves because they want to be accepted. And they're scared that if they were to show people all of them, that they won't be accepted. Yeah. And this is when, you know, cheating and, and you know, oh, my God, they had a whole nother life. All that shit happens. Yeah. Is because people are scared to show people their whole selves. Like, that's why it's so important to be with yourself before you get into relationships. So when you do get with someone, you show them your all. You know? Yeah. Like, people just love to keep secrets when it comes to their desires, what they want. And it's like, trust me, it's going to come out. Like, it will always come out. Yes. So just show all of you to the people that you're interested in because you want the right person to see all of you and accept all of you. Yeah. Not just one part of you, the part that is accepted by society. Fuck what society
0: thinks. Right. And it must be so tiring to, like, I would think it would be so tiring to try and keep up that act all the time. It is. It really freaking is. And haze. that would make haze. me depressed. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not being able to like express myself,
1: but that's the thing when you're not showing your partner all of you, and yeah. you get to go be with someone else, and they see all of you. Of course, you're gonna feel pulled away from your partner. Yeah, you're literally giving parts of yourself that you never show your partner to someone new.
0: They never. it. they're to gonna be you know
1: pulled in two directions: mm-hmm. the person that society wants me to be with, and my hidden secret that sees all of me.
0: Yeah, yikes. Yikes. potentially very toxic. It is toxic. <laughs> it is toxic.
2: Yeah. But that's the thing I
1: feel like I've noticed with divorce, a lot of times people, not all the time, but I've seen a lot of times people come out of a divorce knowing exactly what they want because they know what didn't work last time. They mm-hmm. know what they did wrong last time. <clears throat> they know that they didn't show them all of them last time. So they go into relationships after divorce being authentically themselves. Yeah. More than ever before.
0: Yeah, it's so interesting though then that we try to get in such serious relationships when we're so much younger and we haven't taken the time to get to know ourselves, you know what I mean? Because it does seem like if you took the time to get to know yourself, you would obviously be better off in a relationship afterwards and that's, I feel like I see older people being happier in their relationships because they don't have a problem always expressing themselves. I'm not saying all older people because some of them do, but... You know what I mean? For sure. So it's like, why do young people, like, always try and rush into relationships? I'm not saying I didn't – like, I did it too, you know what I mean? But I wish I would have actively focused, like, being like, hey, I'm going to focus on me. We all say that we're we doing feelings, it. have
1: feelings, you know what I mean? Yeah. And we lead with our feelings. Yeah. That's and I don't true. think that's something we should work on. I think people are always going to have feelings. As soon as we're teenagers, we're going to have these feelings. <laughs> but what I do want – you know parents or whomever to teach younger kids is like hey you have feelings for someone great have feelings for them but just always have this in the back of your mind this isn't this might not always be your end all be all person mm-hmm. like date around have feelings feel the things but stop thinking that you have to settle down with this person cuz chances are that they're not the person you end up with right. when you're that young
0: mhm and suddenly you down- have figured out who you are yet
1: Right, Who you are is going to change mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. And who they are is going to change a lot. Yes. And just because you guys meshed well at 15 doesn't mean you're going to mesh well at 22.
0: Yes. And I feel like people think settling down is like, oh, we're together and then we don't, like we almost don't grow, yeah. you know, but that's not
1: it. Yeah. You know? <sighs> I think people just need to get comfortable with the fact that like we're allowed to change. Yes. You know? hmm We're supposed to evolve. And sometimes when you evolve, certain people are not fitting in your life anymore. And that's sad, but goodbyes are necessary. Mm hmm.
0: So, you know, round up the truth tell them bye. Right. <laughs> bye
1: bye. Bye bye. Bye bye.
0: All right, y'all. So let's do our YouTube questions now from last week's videos and this week's videos. Uh, the first question is What toxic trait does Cap need to let go of the most? And we pulled that question from. You know, how can Capricorns grow to be their best selves? How can they evolve? So yeah. what toxic trait, though, does Capricorn really need to let go of?
1: Um, I think the toxic trait y'all need to let go of the most is not feeling like you deserve the good things in life.
0: Yeah. Without,
1: like, working yourself to the bone. Yeah.
0: You know?
1: mm mm-hmm. um, Obviously, when you work hard and you get things, it feels amazing. I've said this, but... Also, you deserve good things when you don't do shit too. Because yes. a lot of people just randomly get good things in life because uh-huh. oh my God, luck is on their side. Or they're just living, you know, a happy, joyous life and good things just happen. Like I want Capricorns to also know that they deserve this energy. Yeah. They deserve things to go their way with ease. Mm-hmm. You know, and for good things to just fall on their lap without them feeling like they gotta work so hard and like deserve it.
0: Right. You know? <laughs> no, I totally agree. That's actually mine too. It's like, to me, their most toxic trick is thinking that everything kind of has to be hard. Like yeah. they have to work hard. And then like the next thing is going to be hard. And it's no, like you can work hard and things will come easily after that. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's not, I'm not trying to shit on you guys working hard. Cause I feel like that's, that's a good thing, but don't work yourself so hard that you don't think like there's enough, there's never an end or something like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's a, you can enjoy your wins, Yeah, I feel honestly, like, I yeah. feel like
1: it just ties back into your inner voice, like, mm-hmm. work hard, you want, you know what I mean, That's the way you live life. Don't change that, but right. I want your inner voice to be more gentle with yourself. Stop using the word "deserve" so often," and just know when good things happen, it's meant to happen. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You don't question why good things are happening because you didn't work yourself to the bone. Like, it just happens because that's what you deserve. You Like, you just deserve good shit happening with ease.
0: hmm You know? hmm And that's it. Because it's like, you guys do work so hard, but life doesn't have to always be hard. Yeah. I
1: say this all the time. There's plenty of people that don't do shit. Mm-hmm. And they just think they deserve all the best shit in life. And, <laughs> you know, part of me, I'm like, damn, I want to be like that. And I know you caps are the same way, too. So just be like that. And I get it. Saturn... You know, Saturn is the planet of like hardship and it makes you overthink and it makes you feel like life is supposed to be hard for you. And that's the only way that, you know, you will achieve all your goals. But that's not always the case. It's all about that self-talk too. Mm -hmm. be more gentle with yourself. And just know that good shit is coming because that's just what you're going to get. For sure. Expect the best.
0: Mm hmm. Because then it will come to you. You already work so hard, like we said in the video. You know what I mean? You're already putting in everything that you need to, to reap all of the benefits that the world has to offer for you.
1: Yeah. And also, like, even if you're not and you're being lazy, you still deserve it. Uh That's the point I really want to make, is that, like, you don't always got to be tired and giving it your all, and then you'll get what you want. Like, I want you to lay on your ass for a little bit and watch the magic unfold. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. So for our next topic, we reacted to a list of every zodiac sign's biggest weakness. Mm -hmm. Um, And from that, we pulled the question, have you worked on your rising sign's biggest weakness? (laughs) Um, And I'm a
0: Capricorn rising. I'm an Aquarius rising. So you want to go first? Yeah. Mine was temper. And the answer is no. I have not worked on that. (laughs) We really appreciate the honesty. (laughs) Like, at all. I feel like y'all should go back and watch that video, especially for the Aquarius part, because I feel like she put all aquas in our rightful places. And I was like, damn, you know what? Like, as an Aquarius Rising, like, I do have a really bad temper sometimes. And all of the aqua placements I know, they get real riled up when they're, like... It comes
1: out of nowhere. And it's around people they're really comfortable with. They're not doing it with their little friends here and, like, you there. They're doing it with the people that... They feel comfortable blowing up on. Right.
0: Which almost makes it worse. It definitely
1: opinion. makes it worse. It definitely makes it worse.
0: <laughs> so yeah, awkward to be is so I'm friendly not.
1: to everyone. Yeah. Uh, do you want to work on it?
0: I do. I do. <laughs> I know. I keep saying like, no, Next. But honestly, I have a very hard time, to be super honest, I have a very hard time like processing my temper and my anger.
1: Because of the fact that it takes them longer to process emotions and feelings, the anger builds up and that's where that, you know, hidden – those hidden blowups come from. Yeah. That crazy temper comes from because they're so nonchalant all the time. And then
0: all of a sudden they realize, wait, I finally processed that thing that happened three days ago and I'm fucking pissed. <laughs> right. And then my fixed nature comes in and I feel like I get really obsessive about it. And I'm like, oh, you had me fucked up. Like, I <laughs> was fucked up, you know? Oh, my God. So, yeah. Um, you know, I think about it, but I feel like it really is something hard for me to, like – overcome because I feel like just in the moment I'm just so overtaken by it. I really am. Yeah. I don't know how to deal with anger properly to be totally honest with you. It doesn't happen super super often mm-hmm, for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so when it comes up I'm like
1: It is what it is. It is what it is. You
0: deserve to get it today. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what right. about you? Um, okay so mine for Capricorn was afraid of opening up to people. Ah. <laughs> um. <laughs> You know, I am working on that. You know, I'm working on that. It's kind of hard when in quarantine, <laughs> opened up to the same people for 2 years. I don't know how much more I have in me to open up to new people. I'm mm. not meeting them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's definitely hard for me. I really – I said this a few episodes ago on our podcast before we had the video. I, like, started crying out of nowhere Mm -hmm. when we were talking about friendship. Yeah. Because I realized I still have a lot of trauma related to friendship and, like, betrayal um, that I've definitely gotten better at and have done enough shadow work to know where it comes from and, you know, the people I need to forgive or, like, you know – For even forgiving myself for not setting the right boundaries at the time. Mm -hmm. So I know that's where a lot of this comes from, my fear of opening up to people, because I just feel like they can't be trusted.
0: Yeah. You know, I
1: don't know people's intentions. And again, it also comes from my Scorpio of, like, being paranoid.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Um, Just, you know, this this list (laughs) for me was really hard. Like, Scorpio, fear of abandonment, Capricorn, afraid of opening up to people, like, bruh right you know? it was like
0: coming for your neck
1: yeah yeah i want to open up to people because i i'm not dumb i know that there's a lot of connections to be made in this lifetime mm-hmm. you learn mm-hmm. a lot from people and it feels good when you connect with someone that you weren't expecting to connect with like yeah. i love that shit, but i am all or nothing person i've never been the type of person that can have casual friendships because. I just care so deeply for people and things, just everything. Yeah. <laughs> so when I, you know, feel like I'm going to be betrayed, it's one of the worst feelings. Yeah. So to protect myself, I just don't open up to people. Yeah. But again, I don't want to miss out on having these fulfilling platonic relationships. Yeah. Um, you know, I feel like the best stories are made with friends. Mm-hmm. And I love the friends I have now, but... I also know I can have other friends, too. I just need to get over this fear. Yes. Of people taking advantage of me, you know? Mm-hmm. Or just being one way with me and then hearing that they're another way behind my back. Yeah. Um. Or just feeling it because I get the feeling and then I'm looking at you like, hmm, you know? Yeah. I just don't want to be in that place again. Mm-hmm. And again, I feel like you told me this in the last podcast when we talked about it is that like I have grown. So it's not like I'm going to be the same, you know, 18-year-old girl that got taken advantage of or mm-hmm. that was, you know, around toxic friends or just people in general. Men, too. Mm-hmm. I'm not the same girl. I've grown and evolved so much. But, again, the pandemic, it makes yeah. It yeah. Sure. I'm not able for to sure. use these new set of skills. Right.
0: <laughs> like I haven't been able to try them on for anybody. Yeah, I really haven't.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but when it's time, oh! I'm gonna open up. She's ready to make a friend. <laughs>
0: i loved this question this week because i feel like our answers were very real and very honest and that we haven't necessarily worked on these biggest weaknesses of ours yeah and it's something that you know we think about and we do try to something that's on
1: my mind often Mm -hmm. it really is
0: yeah no me too especially because like i said i don't get angry very often so it gets stuck in my mind but yeah i loved this question
1: <laughs> all right y'all thank you for hanging out with us for another week don't forget to comment down below with your thoughts Were you feeling yeah. this episode yeah. any of the topics tell mm-hmm. us how you feel because we love that shit
0: yes so so much we post this podcast every wednesday on youtube and really any other podcast streaming platform so mm-hmm. you can check it out on whatever type of platform you really want to okay mm-hmm. uh we post our youtube videos every monday and thursday we're gonna link our socials somewhere around here and if you're listening
1: <laughs> our socials are charmed a n dangerous mm-hmm. on instagram
0: yes we love you guys so so much have a great week don't forget to like and subscribe and also yeah.
1: share the podcast Do with that. your friends because mm-hmm. that really helps us out a lot yes
0: we love you bye, bye.